Good morning, mystics. Thank you so much for joining me for another live streamed podcast early this morning on Sunday, the 21st of November. My name is Sarah Ray, and I am so excited to be here again. I had so much fun last week, and I hope you enjoyed it as well if you were able to join me there. And I hope to be doing this every single Sunday at the same time, at the same place, wherever you are right now. <laughs> so just to recap real quick, so this is going to be live streamed every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Central Time. You can set notifications on your Facebook page or your YouTube channel um, to get reminded when we go live. And then you'll hear our pretty introduction that you just heard there that I was really excited to play. And live, or excuse me, um, replays of the podcast will be coming out on Fridays like they normally do, except for the astrology portion of the podcast that will be coming out shortly after we go live so uh, just kind of keep your eye out for all that and if you are on YouTube please consider subscribing if you're on Facebook like the page do all that good stuff so that I know that you are enjoying what we're putting out because I hope you are I make it for you in, in with loving intentions hoping that it will help you out in some way shape or form I am also on Instagram uh, we had our full moon eclipse a couple days ago and I did a live full moon release ritual that was really fun so if you want to do something like that for the new moon coming up in two weeks follow me on there and in case you're not on Facebook there it is <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook there too so um today's episode we are talking about um gratitude because this week is the American Thanksgiving and while a lot of people like myself kind of go back and forth on how we feel about this holiday, given all of the historical events and the cultural connotations that we don't necessarily want to be associated with, it is a fantastic yearly reminder to, of the importance of gratitude. And gratitude is the ultimate force in the universe. In my opinion, it goes gratitude, love, and then um, hope, in my opinion, for the frequencies of how we bring together healing and acceptance and growth, all that stuff. So gratitude is the most important thing, in my opinion, because you can't really manifest new things without being grateful for the things you already have. So we're talking about that in this podcast episode, why it's so important, how to not feel negative all the time. And I'm also going to give you 100 things to be grateful for. And I made a cute little slideshow. So I hope you enjoy that. Um, so in a moment, we're going to dive into our weekly astrology for November 21st through the 28th of 2021, but I do have a couple of quick announcements. So every Monday we have our awakening stories series and tomorrow is, uh, with a really lovely woman named Devana Johnson. She's really vibrant and she's an expert on all things occult. And it was such a joy to chat with her. Uh, we've talked or we did talk a bit about Christianity and her experience with the church and how it kind of led her to the path that she is right now. And she also tells a really incredible story of how she healed herself with the help of a magical concoction of some kind. I don't want to spoil it. So you'll have to tune in tomorrow for that crazy story. I mean, it was my jaw was on the floor after she was done telling that story. It was unreal, unlike anything I'd ever heard before. So I hope you enjoy that. That comes out tomorrow. And if you're listening to this on Friday, it's already out. So um, one last quick announcement is tarot readings. <laughs> I am now offering online tarot readings uh, where I can give you a cute little PDF of the three cards that I pulled for you. You can pick which kind of spread you would like and then you get a cute PDF and then you also get a private video that nobody else can see going through the tarot reading that I did for you. And if you're interested in that, you can get 10% off your first reading with the code POD, P-O-D. 
Um, and you can find that on my website, spirituallyinspired.co. The link will also be here in the show notes. But if you're watching this live, all you got to do is enter in code POD. 10% off your first reading and just head over to spirituallyinspired.co. You'll see tarot readings at the top there and I cannot wait to read a little bit of tarot for you. So I hope that is something that you consider and thank you in advance. I can't wait to read your cards. Okay, so now we're going to be talking about expressing gratitude, how to practice gratitude and 100 things to be grateful for the power of gratitude. Those are all the amazing things that we're talking about in this next upcoming podcast sequence. So aside from love, I already mentioned this in the beginning, but aside from love, genuine gratitude is the most powerful emotion in the universe. Being grateful is so simple and it makes the biggest difference. The law of attraction is based on expressing gratitude for what you already have because the universe understands that if you're not grateful for what you have, how can you be grateful for what you're trying to manifest? So it's kind of a catch 22 where you know you want something more, but you have to be happy with where you're at. And that doesn't necessarily mean settling. That just means I have blessings with me right now, even though I'm working towards something greater. So practicing gratitude definitely doesn't have to be fancy or formal in any way. Practicing gratitude is as easy as seeing the world and by extension your life in a very positive light. So the conscious effort to seek out the good in your everyday will have a monumental impact on your happiness and spirituality and your overall quality of life. If you're stuck in this perpetual negative state, it's going to be really hard to just be happy with where you are. And you can be in the worst situation you've ever been in in your life. And there is still something to be grateful for. And that's why I listed a hundred things to be grateful for. We're going to do that in just a minute because I believe that if you are truly having a hard time finding something to be grateful for, you're probably taking a lot of things for granted. And that sort of energy is preventing the universe from sending abundance specifically, or really anything, all sorts of blessings your way kind of acts as a force field, taking things for granted, negativity, you're blocking off the flow of energy into your body and into your life if you're not expressing gratitude. The world in general just becomes a more beautiful and vibrant place to be when we make the choice to express gratitude on a regular basis. So the cliche truly does ring too. They're true. There is always something to be grateful for. Um, modern luxuries that we've come accustomed to aren't available everywhere. And it's so easy to forget this. So First off, being grateful for everything that you have around you. You look around and you see things and I don't care what you see or how much you see, you are seeing things. Those are tangible objects you can pick up and be grateful for them. And that, that causes a domino effect in your energy field where you begin realizing like, wow, I am grateful for this little mouse that I have here that helps me operate my computer. Oh my gosh, I have a thousand dollar computer in my pocket. That's fantastic. Or look at this beautiful amethyst stone that keeps me grounded and open and protected from all the energetic ickiness that I don't want to be near. These, these sorts of things are, it's like a realization. These things lead to epiphanies that make things better overall in your life, better quality. And they also set an example for people, the small people in your life, or maybe even just your partners where maybe somebody that you know or love is in a really tough spot 
and they are having a hard time with negativity, if you start being like, wow, what a beautiful day this is. Isn't this, isn't this amazing? It might feel a little cheesy at first, especially if you're not used to it, but it will become so easy and second nature so quickly. All you gotta do is just do it. Like who cares if it's cheesy, right? Like the sky is beautiful. <laughs> my husband is probably sick of hearing me say, wow, look how beautiful it is outside. Or, oh my God, look at the moon. Like he probably is sick of that, but I know it makes him smile. So maybe he's not. <laughs> so yeah, just keep an open mind when it comes to expressing gratitude. Okay, so now uh, I have a little slideshow for a hundred things to be grateful for. So if you're watching the video, you can see it here. If not, I'm still going to say it out loud and I haven't practiced this, <laughs> so I hope it goes well. Um, but this is intended to give you a hundred tangible things, either things you can physically pick up or see or concepts that are easy for you to understand to that can start your gratitude journey. And it's a great time of year to be doing this. Uh, and it's also just a really nice reminder to look around and don't forget what you have. Don't forget all the blessings that you have. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. All right, here we go. So number one, clean water at the tap flush toilets and plumbing, clothing that fits you properly, blankets and sheets on your bed, electricity and electric lights in general, your favorite beverage or food, towels to dry yourself and to clean with, heating and cooling technology, intact shoes and socks to wear, doors and windows that lock, grocery stores with endless food any time of year, cold, frozen, and dry food storage, appliances to prepare all that food and drink, mountains, unlimited information in books and online, telephones that connect us, the shelter you inhabit, plates, glasses, and silverware, the skills you've acquired through your life, jokes and laughter, hardwood floors and tiles, oxygen and fresh air, your internal organs, dental health and your teeth, autumn leaves, your most used electronic device, nature sounds, your favorite person, elevators and stairs, the dinner table, the shower and tub, easy transportation options, travel opportunities, sunrises, plants and gardens, the couch and the armchair, games and entertainment, conversations, soap, sanitizer, and lotion, sunshine even when it's cloudy outside, the stars and the moon, paper, pencils, and art supplies, power tools, rivers, headphones, your money, no matter how much you have, your education, no matter how much you have, exercise, changing seasons, 
personal safety. Sunsets. Music. Your favorite animal or animals. Beaches. Forgiveness. Happy memories. Jewelry and trinkets. Modern medicine. Restaurants. Plush carpet. A clean environment. Weather forecasting. Cameras and photos. Hand-me-downs. Toys for kids and for adults. Career opportunities. Forests. Home decor. Pollinators. Your favorite food. Intimacy and relationships. Clocks and keeping time. Modern scientific discoveries. Recycling. Lakes. Libraries. Eyeglasses and sun and prescription glasses. Rainfall. Human history. Family and children. Gift giving and receiving. Public services like trash and plows. Help from others. Deserts. Co-workers and colleagues. Hugs and kisses. Your five senses. Mail delivery. New ideas and imagination. Wetlands. Your genetics, like your race, your physical traits, your ancestors. Sleeping and dreaming. Natural resources. Friends. Critical reasoning. Snowfall. Modern computers. Candles, incense, and bonfires. Our long life expectancy. And the lessons you've learned through life. I'm going to post that as a, a video of its own here this week at some point. <laughs> Ivana, you're hilarious. Technologically, not economically. I, I knew what you meant. I mean what you know. <laughs> so I hope that little um, slideshow there at least gives you something, an idea to of something to be grateful for. If, you're, if that's something that you're really struggling with, all these things, some of them may seem petty, some of them may seem weird, or maybe you're not near some of them, like maybe you live in the ocean and not the wetlands or something like that. But there is always something to be grateful for, always. And this is, this is an epiphany that you need to make because if you're stuck in a negative state of mind, your life is getting a lot harder than it needs to be. There's something that needs to give at some point and that can be as simple as, wow, I am really grateful that I woke up today. I mean, you don't necessarily have to praise God if that doesn't fit, but if it does, do it. I know I do. That's like the first thing I say every morning when I wake up. I go, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so I would love to hear from you in the comments. What are you grateful for? Is there any of those 100 that stood out to you? I would love to know and hear from you because the more you practice gratitude, the easier it gets and the more creative you can be. It really is a life-changing thing. It is. 
So the next thing um, that we have in our little section of gratitude is mindfulness and gratitude. These are complementary practices. Mindfulness teaches us to recognize and accept this present moment exactly as it is. And this naturally feeds into gratitude, which is appreciating all this moment has to offer. Gratitude is about accepting what is exactly in front of us, just as it is. So as soon as we let the ego develop an opinion, we are no longer as grateful as we could be, even if the opinion appears to be a good one. Mindfulness doesn't let the ego talk as much, right? So when we incorporate mindful gratitude practices into our life, we're just allowing things to be as they are and we're excited to be near them. So it really is a nice blend of energies to bring together. Because when we identify something as good or bad, if that's when the ego is doing that, we are creating boundaries and expectations, which takes us out of the present moment. And that's what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is being in the present moment. Practicing gratitude is much easier when we remove judgment from the equation, which is what mindfulness teaches us to do. So it's kind of like a revolving circle of things that are of mindfulness and gratitude practices. Remember that mindfulness will never teach you to ignore feelings that aren't perceived as positive. That's toxic positivity and we don't do that. Instead, we hold space for these emotions and we allow ourselves to feel all these emotions. So even if we're feeling quite negative and we're having a hard time being grateful for what we have, we hold space for that in mindfulness practice. And then we can turn that around and say, you know what? Things aren't as bad as I thought they were. Or at the very least, I am strong enough to get through these bad things. Experiencing negative feelings and situations is inevitable. I hate to break it to you, but it definitely is inevitable. Life wouldn't be fully lived if everything went perfectly smooth and nothing bad ever happened, right? That's why our souls chose to reincarnate here on Earth right now, especially, specifically the new millennium, the year 2000 and beyond, because we're going through a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> it's just part of the human experience. That's why we're here, is to have these trials and tribulations and to learn and grow from them. Those hard times are something that we wanted to experience. It might be really hard to realize that for when you're in the thick of it, but that is what spirituality is. It's to realize that we chose this path and that means we chose this path for a purpose and for a reason. What is that reason? And then we could be grateful for that reason. The same is true for positive situations and emotions. We can't be fully positive all the time. Like I said, that's toxic positivity and we don't want that. But um, there is something to be said for always turning to positivity. If you're kind of stuck in a negative mindset, that's a really great way to begin incorporating more positive things into your life. But in general, uh, this is the way that the universe manifests balance in, its, in itself, where we have both positive and negative life experiences. I hope that makes sense. Our happiest experiences make up for all the pain and problems we've ever felt because positivity will always trump the negativity. Everyone will go through dark times, but that doesn't mean we were never meant to ever, ever live in the light. I hope that makes sense. So now let's talk about ways you can practice gratitude. Now, one of the ways you can practice is journaling in general. Expressing your gratitude via writing is just fantastic, <laughs> especially if you find yourself facing a really tough time mentally and or spiritually. There are lots of ways to journal gratitude practices. You can write your affirmations over and over again, your positive affirmations over and over again. You can um, 
kind of do scripting, which is where you write out your life as if you're narrating your dream life. That's also a really good manifesting tool. You can just write whatever's on your mind. Um, in the book, The Artist's Way, she talks about writing morning pages. I'm sure you've heard of this concept before. It's where you, the first thing you do in the morning is you write out three pages of whatever's on your mind. You could be about your dreams or whatever happened yesterday, or what you need to do today. Just You just brain dump three pages. Um, that seems like a lot, but it really isn't. You don't have to do three pages. If you were to journal first thing in the morning, it kind of like empties out your brain <laughs> and kind of sets your day off on the right foot. So that's a couple of ways you can use journaling for gratitude. You can also use a gratitude board, which is similar to a vision board. So every day you put up a new picture or you write on a post-it note or something, something that represents what brought you joy that day. And it's it's going to give you the opportunity to look in your life for things that are bringing you joy. I've seen people go through incredible life transformations by using this technique. Um, I've seen people who were like, I never would have been excited for this, you know, little tiny thing that happened at work, but here it is. It, it made my whole day and it's going on the gratitude board. So that is a really fantastic way to get started, especially if you don't really want to journal or you're journaling a verse or for whatever reason, giving yourself the exercise of looking for something positive in every day will uh, make it a lot easier to find those things. And then it becomes like a game. Another thing you can do is gratitude conversations. Uh, you can set aside time each day to discuss positive things that happen during the day with the people that are closest to you. This can be with your kids or with your spouse or with your family in general. Um, this is especially wonderful to do around the dinner table. It brings you all closer together. Talking about it out loud will help to manifest more of those good things. It also it does the same effect as the gratitude board where it has you reflect on the day and it keeps you searching for these things. Like you not in the way where I'm going to be inauthentic about it, but in a, oh, I can't wait to put that on my gratitude board. Oh, I can't wait to tell my kids about this great thing that happened later on. So it keeps your eyes open and more receptive to the good things that are happening. And the easiest way to practice gratitude is to simply say thank you. Thank you to everything and everyone. And this is something that is so underrated. Like we all are taught to say please and thank you, right? But saying thank you, especially to someone who isn't expecting it, can make that whole that person's whole day so much better and in turn makes your day so much better and this is just simply existing in the energy of gratitude um, every time someone does something nice for you even the smallest thing say thank you as soon as something good happens that you notice say thank you to the universe um, this is something that i do every single day and it really makes it really makes things seem so much more special so that is the easiest way maybe eh, i don't know it's probably something you're already doing. I would like to think that you're already saying thank you, <laughs> but probably a journal or a gratitude board and saying thank you are the most transformational things you can do to express more gratitude in your life, I would think. So be sure to really feel that gratitude in your bones. Allow yourself to really soak it all up. Don't hold back. Don't make yourself feel like you need to earn your thank you or earn the good things in your life because Good things and abundance are your birthright. That's why you're here. The universe wants you to have good things and good experiences and to have all the abundant energy flowing into your life. So allow yourself that abundance. It won't take long before you start feeling happier and life gets easier when you start saying thank you, when you start gratitude or journaling your gratitude thoughts, when you have your gratitude board, when you start talking more about the positive things in your life, it will change so quickly. You'll be amazed. So you can join the conversation if you're live with me right now. How do you practice gratitude? 
Now, I, I just mentioned that I say thank you a lot, but I also journal quite a bit every day, whether it's just a couple lines or maybe some days I'm inspired to write a whole freaking novel. <laughs> I journal a lot. And even if I'm having a down day and I'm journaling about what's bringing me down, eventually it's, it's like it all ring, rinses out and I'm like, oh, so yeah, that, that kind of sucks. But also this really great thing is happening. I'm really making strides in this. So it's, it's interesting. It's like a filtering process. So that's how I practice gratitude on a regular basis. Now, this kind of brings me into my next and final point here on this topic, which is how to not be negative. As we discussed, never being negative is not possible. However, getting stuck in perpetual negativity isn't good for you either. Some people are naturally more pessimistic than others, and that's okay. That just is stemming from their natal chart, their human design, who they chose to be in this life. That is just who they are. There is a difference between your perception of the world, which is your pessimism, and being in, unable to feel positivity. There is a difference. Those aren't the same thing. As humans, we have a natural tendency to kind of lead towards the negative side because that is our instinct. Those are our, that's what evolution has taught us to do because that is the ego keeping us safe. Now we don't necessarily have to worry about our primal instincts anymore in the modern age, but that is still something that humans are hardwired to do. And it's just not our fault. That's just how humans are. If we aren't careful, careful, we can easily get swept up in a wave of negativity so quickly that we feel like we don't have a choice, but we always have a choice. Negativity and positivity are choices. At any given moment, you can choose to stop clinging to the negativity and instead choose positivity. <laughs> so that's kind of a really easy answer to how to not be negative. Choose not to be negative, honestly. Like most things in spirituality are this easy to understand. But in practice, you need some tools and some practice and some things to, that you can do to bring that sort of new energy into your life. Oh, hello, Foggy Bog. Nice to see you back again. I'd love if you could share what you're most grateful for this week in the comments so I could hear from you. So again, the deeper dependence you have on negativity, the more impossible it seems to escape it. And we all know now from this amazing podcast episode <laughs> that escaping negativity is not impossible. It just takes some practice and some rewiring of the brain and some mental grit, I suppose, and kind of being okay with a little bit of cliche. If you do genuinely wish to shift your outlook from negativity to positivity, you have to be committed to doing this in your daily life. I already listed a few things that you can do, a few tools that will make this easier for you. But again, be careful not to fall into the trap of positive negativity. You don't want to feel as though negativity isn't allowed. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Lego movie, <laughs> but that's such a funny movie and I, I love it. But I like to bring it up because there is a character in that movie called the Unikitty great character. I love her. <laughs> anyway, she has this um, thing where there's like no, po no negativity, no hatred, no meanness of any kind, but then like her home gets destroyed. Okay. And she's like, I'm feeling something that's the opposite of happiness. And like, she like literally explodes because she's trying to repress all of these super heavy negative emotions where in her own quotes, no one could ever find them. That is the epitome of toxic positivity. Don't be like Unikitty. Okay. <laughs> you know, allow yourself to feel those negative emotions because if you don't, eventually they'll just bottle up and explode and then it will be way worse than if you just felt it in the moment. So that's what toxic positivity is, is pushing down 
all those negative emotions that we don't want to be feeling. But the goal of our mindfulness practice is to feel all those emotions. Gratitude comes when we appreciate all emotions, no matter how they feel to us right now. And ultimately, in the end, your positive emotions will outrule your negative emotions because positivity and love are the central forces of the universe and those will always come through. Negativity is not part of the source energy. It just exists in our human existence. So we feel the negativity and we return to love and light and we're ultimately going to be more positive in the end. Something that might be helpful right now in the beginning to catch your, to change your negative thought patterns is to catch your negative thoughts in the act and immediately counteract them with the opposite positive thoughts. Now be careful because that is the slippery slope to po toxic positivity. But if you do this just right in the moment, it is a really great way to start. So, so for example, if you're like, oh, I hate this. Oh, just kidding. I love this. Something that simple is a really great way to get started. Eventually it will there will become a time where you have to get to the root of the negativity that's preventing you from feeling grateful and positive. So consider asking yourself these questions. What are my life expectations? Who is influencing my thoughts and actions? And do I believe in myself? These are questions that will, if you answer them honestly and you keep digging deeper, they'll get you to the core of why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. The voice in your head is the voice of your ego. And the ego will always be negative because the ego is wired for primal survival. And it's always going to be mean and critical. That's just what it is. That's what it's there to do. It's ultimately it's scared because it doesn't want to be forgotten. It doesn't want to embrace the unknown and it doesn't want to die essentially, but it never will. Your soul is behind that voice, the subconscious voice, the intuitive voice. The ego is just the manifestation of our survival instincts. So when it's kind of like what I was just talking about where you filter through the negative thoughts and then you're left with the positive thoughts. That's like you're filtering through the ego thoughts and you're left with the soul thoughts. A couple of uh, metaphors there to help you with those things. So finding gratitude is the last little bit here. Finding gratitude, no matter how dark your life seems to be, there's always something to be grateful for. I listed a hundred of them for you in this podcast episode. Even if you're unhappy in your current situation, make the choice to see the many blessings that you have. Refer back to that list. I'm going to post it on YouTube. If you need it, please go back and watch it. There are going to be times where gratitude seems more obvious, right? Like, oh, you finally bought your dream house. Are you finally had your baby or you finally got your promotion or you finally got to this big goal of yours. Think major life events. That's going to be really obvious to be grateful for. But the true gratitude transformation comes when we are grateful for the small things every single day. And then it makes those big major life events easier to obtain. And then like it's like gratitude overload <laughs> when those big things happen. No matter what your past looks like, be grateful for what you've experienced so far and appreciate all that you have and fully accept this moment exactly as it is. Look towards the future <laughs> and be grateful for all the opportunities you have ahead of you. Got some comments here. Okay, so Yvaina says, I state and write all things that make me happy and grateful. This derived from my 21 day happiness challenge. I might kick that off in December. <gasps> yes, Yvaina, if you do, I will put the link in your awakening story that's coming out tomorrow send that to me. I would love to be a part of that. 
And she also says, I'm grateful for patience, my job position, my gifts, and high vibing music. That's excellent. You are very gifted, so you should definitely be grateful for the gifts that you have. Uh, Foggy Boggs says, I am grateful for being motivated to write stuff down. That is an excellent thing to be grateful for. It's crazy how impactful writing things down is. Like there's been a lot of scientific studies done on the impact of writing things down on your brain and on your memory. It really is amazing to write things down. So that's an excellent thing to be grateful for. I really appreciate you guys sharing and being here with me today. It's so much fun. That's why I wanted to do the live streamings because I want to interact with you. I want to be here with you and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for being here. A couple more final thoughts before I let you go out into the world today. Remember to like and subscribe and follow and do all the things because I really appreciate it. And if you didn't get the chance to comment live, send me a message on either Facebook or Instagram, or you can send me an old fashioned email at sarahray at spirituallyinspired.co. Next week, same time, same place, we'll be talking about staying grounded into winter if you live someplace where it gets super cold and snowy like myself. And also I want to remind you that you can get 10% off your first tarot reading with me using code POD at checkout. It's an online tarot reading where you'll get a private video and a cute little PDF and a photo of your tarot reading and you get to choose which spread you want to go through as well. So take advantage of that. Just head over to spirituallyinspired.co and you'll see it listed on there. Thank you so much for being here, my friends, and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and if you did, you might also enjoy previous episodes, all of which are available on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. Find the show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Namaste. Namaste.